Yes, yes, yes. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to another edition of Sports with BI podcast on the Block 105 radio. That track you just heard is from Be the Best featuring Shalaj called Time to Freestyle. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. How's everybody doing on this Thursday, May 20th? The weather's breaking here in New York. 80 degrees, 70 degrees, 80 degrees and better going on around here. So things are changing. And, um, the weather's changing and the seasons are changing, so that's good. Um, I appreciate everybody for listening to the show. We had a long weekend review. We're about to get to it. We have a lot of topics to discuss for this one hour that I have with you guys. And um, I'm ready to get rolling, so let's get right to it. Of course, Sports Will Be Our Podcast is presented by Leneo, Losing is Not an Option, and also by The Block 105 Radio. To tune in to the Sports with BI podcast every more every Thursday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. on the Block 105 Radio. Go to www.theblock.com, type in that on your phones, and tune in to the best sports podcast on the Block 105 Radio, baby. Let's get started. We're gonna start with some top headlines, news, and notes. We're gonna we're gonna get to we're gonna get to that first. And the first order of business is going to be about Kyrie Irving. He says he's focused on issues other than basketball. This is after a game um, on Sunday night. Kyrie Irving, he says he's focused on issues other than basketball. A lot of stuff is going on in the world right now. Basketball is just not the most important thing to me right now. So basically, he's saying, you know, there's a lot of things going on with the Asian violence and What's go? Excuse me. What's going on overseas? So, you know, he's 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 like you know he's a politician, and a lot of things is going on in the world besides basketball. And Kyrie Irving says basketball is not important to him. My question is to Kyrie: You're standing, in, you know, your NBA basketball is your job. So, you're in a room of reporters talking about basketball is not important to me. I understand. We all understand. There's a war going on out here right now. There's babies, there's babies dying. There's families being killed every day. There's a lot of things going on in this world today. You know, we had the, we had the Black Lives Matter movement last year. So there's a lot of things going on, and there's more nonsense is continuing this year. You know, with the Palestinians and everything and all of that stuff going on, Asian hate and all them things going on now. So he said he's the most basketball is not important to him. But like I said, I still have to say basketball pays your bills, Kyrie. There's not a lot of people in your position to do what you're doing. And to be in front of a room record room full of NBA reporters saying that, it's like, you know, come on, Kyrie. We know there's a lot of things going on. We're very, very sensitive to those topics, but at the same time, you know, you're playing, you know, you're getting paid to play NBA basketball. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of different opinions floating around out there about that. But that's my opinion that he should just, you know, it's okay. He has that stage to talk about certain issues. But at the same time, he has to concentrate on basketball and winning the title. So don't let the issues and the things outside of basketball 
interfere on what the what the task is at hand is to win the NBA championship for the Brooklyn Nets. That's all I'm saying. All right. Now, what happened today? Uh, excuse me. What happened um, on Tuesday was that uh, the Celtics, you know, they had a playing game against the Wizards, and they beat and they beat the Wizards. But my question, to y'all, is before we get into that, should the Celtics move forward from head coach Brad Stevens? That's the question I have for everyone. My 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 answer was no because, you know, the Celtics don't have they had a lot of injuries this year. There was they they definitely underachieved. Um, Brown, he got hurt. He got hurt with the wrist injury, so he's out. That's one. Of, Brown and Tatum was one of the two top guys, and um, Brad Stevens is a good head coach. I don't think he should get fired after this year. Um, if Brad Stevens gets fired from the Celtics, best believe there's going to be other teams knocking at the door, wanting his services. So, especially after the performance that the Celtics put on. Tuesday night in the playing game versus the Wizards, and we're definitely gonna get into that. But we're gonna and we're gonna follow up with these questions that I have, you know, for everybody out there. And you know, if you can't answer me because you know we're not live, you can always hit me on my website, lowercase letters sports with bi sportswbi.com and you can go into my email and answer me any questions that you want or even you can call my phone if you want to talk to me in person it's all good and um you know and we have a big game coming up um we have a lot of big games coming up uh, um, excuse me, y'all. In the playoffs, a lot of big games coming up in the playoffs. We, we still got the we still got Golden State and the Lakers, and the Spurs and the Grizzlies. Those are the two other playing games that they, they need to be played to see who what seeding goes on the, the for the NBA playoffs that start on Sunday. Excuse, sorry, sorry for the interruption. We're getting into two. We're getting into Tuesday's games. Like I said, the number eight was at the Celtics. The this, the final was um, Indiana. Excuse me, the Wizards. Uh, the Wizards one hundred in the Boston one eighteen. Jason Tatum had fifty points and Campbell Walker had twenty nine points. So the the fact of the matter is, since the Boston Celtics won. They will be facing the New Jersey Nets, so it will be the, it will be the number two seed Brooklyn Nets, excuse me, versus the seven seed Celtics because the seven seed because the Celtics won. Now the Wizards get two shots of the eighth seed now, and they will be facing Philly, Indiana. Since Indiana beat Charlotte, all right, one forty four to one seventeen. The Indiana Pacers and the Wizards will be playing for that seventh seed, for that eighth seed spot versus the number one seeded Philadelphia. And whoever wins that matchup will face Philadelphia in the first round. And that's how that goes. Now, moving forward, outside LeBron, who has the most pressure to win the NBA title? Is it Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, James Harden? Who y'all got? 
Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, uh, you know, uh, I forgot to add Durant. Put you could throw Durant in there, or Paul George. You could throw Paul George in there. Why well, did? So who do you guys got? Maybe, maybe, or maybe you could throw Yoke the Joker, Yoke from Denver. You could throw him in there as well. But who do y'all got? I'm gonna put the. I'm gonna say the most pressure to win the title right now is on the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George because they choked last year in the bubble, and. It's really, really difficult to see the Clippers blow those last two games of the regular season to Oklahoma City, and I forgot who the other team was. I just can't remember. Damn it! So they won't. And they to avoid facing the Lakers in the first round if the Lakers was to be the eighth seed or the seventh seed. So it's just kind of weird that it happened like that, and. I think the most pressure is definitely on George, poor George and Kawhi Leonard. Absolutely, James Harden. I think I think has a, have a little pressure as well. Just for the simple fact that the matter is they got the big three over there in Brooklyn, and you know they paid a lot for James Harden to go to Brooklyn. So I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. And at the end of the day, I I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Brooklyn, you know, took it took a little step further to get to the Eastern Conference Finals because they put a good they got a big they got a big three three man nucleus in Harden, Irving, and Durant, and James Harden has not done good in the playoffs in his career. As you see, he he's definitely a choke artist in the playoffs. So with the help that he has, we will see if. He could, you know, if, if if they if they can make it to the promised land. At the end of the day, it's yet to be known. I can't wait. The playoffs start on Sunday, everyone. Sunday the playoffs start. And um, I have a question. I have another question. Who's who's more who's most important in the, to the series against the Mavs, the Mavericks, and the Los Angeles Clippers? Is it Luka Doncic or Kawhi Leonard? To me, now I'm gonna answer my own self. To me, I'm gonna say. Luka Doncic, because Luka has to carry this Mavs team in order for the upset to take place. And um, it's going to be really, really interesting to see what Kawhi Leonard does and Paul George does against the Mavs. I think the Mavs is definitely overmatched, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens in that series. But I'm going to go with Luka because, you know, Luca, Luca, Luca's a handful, and and the Clippers gonna have to really defend him and guard him correctly, because he Luca can make his teammates better. And I can't wait to see that matchup. I know I, everybody knows already that the Clippers are my my team in the West, so I'm rooting for the Clippers to go to the Western Conference Finals. But going up against Luca in the first round is gonna be a tough task, and that goes into my next question: Which team? from the east or the west should be on upset alert. Well, let's start with the let's start with the west first. The west team that should be on upset alert is Denver because they're facing the Portland Trailblazers. Number 3 versus number 6. Don't ever sleep on Portland, y'all. Y'all know Portland comes out of the blue. They got Damian Lillard, they got McCullough. 
They got Nurse. They got the they got three men. They got Carmelo Anthony coming off the bench. They got a good state. They got a good solid team. And they can beat Denver if they put their mind to him. Especially with Denver not having Jamal Murray. I could see Portland pulling off that upset. So Denver better you know, they better strap on tight and come with their A game to beat Portland. Um, that's really all I got in the West. We'll see what this we'll see we'll see what the Suns do. You know, they're either gonna be playing Los Angeles or Golden State. We'll see what happens there. And um in the East, of course I'm gonna go with uh the Milwaukee and Miami. I wanna see what Milwaukee does versus Miami, because Miami can beat them the three versus the six. Another three versus six matchup. I want to see what Milwaukee can do versus Miami because Milwaukee owes Miami something from last year playing Milwaukee in the, playing Miami playing Milwaukee in the bubble last year and Milwaukee choking. But now since Milwaukee added Holiday, Drew Holiday, they they're a different team. Middleton has to step up. Drew Holiday has to step up. Giannis has to be Giannis. And they got they got PJ Tucker from Houston that could play defense on on Butler. So let's see. I really I really like Milwaukee going to the Eastern Conference Finals. To be honest with you, I can see that happening. I really I'm, I'm gonna go with Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins is an NBA analyst, played for Oklahoma City, won a title with the Boston Celtics, and he said that he got. It sounds crazy. But he said that he got Milwaukee going to the going to the um Eastern Conference Finals. And he said he's going to go to the NBA Finals. Excuse me. I'm thinking to the Eastern Conference Finals. As far as the NBA Finals, I'm not going to go that far to say that. The Eastern Conference Finals, I could definitely, if they work hard and they do the right thing, I could definitely see that happening. They, they got the size. They got the length. They got Brooke, like I said, Brooke Lopez, Antipoco. They got both. They got... Both Atsukapuko brothers. So we'll see what happens. Miami got the shooters. They got the defense. You know, Miami got, you know, Ben out of Bayou. You know, they got a squad over there too. But I mean, Walker could definitely, Walker stay focused, they could beat them. And of course, we got my New York Knicks versus the Atlanta Hawks, the four versus five seed. Of course, I'm going to take my Knicks in seven, but don't sleep. <clears throat> on Atlanta, because Atlanta got more talent than we do. But, the, but what got us through that season was a lot of heart, a lot of good three-point shooting, and this matchup is going to be, you know, you know they're going to double Randall. We already know that. So what happens after they double Randall? Randall going to have to pass that ball out and make good decisions. And R.J. Barrett's going to have to be a big part of what's going on with us. You know, R.J. Barrett, Derrick Rose. We need the Derrick Rose. We need the we need the good Derrick Rose to play. And I think Derrick Rose is going to step his game up. Derrick Rose is going to step his game up. Emmanuel quickly. We need Taz Gibson off the bench. We need Taz Gibson and um, Nolan's Noel to play good. You know, Bullock. I ain't worrying about Bullock. He's, he, he's a good player. He always plays good. And, you know, it's going to be a tough challenge for the Knicks, man. 
Alpha Peyton, you know, we got Peyton starting, but he won't finish. Rose will finish, but Peyton will start, most likely. And, you know, over there, they got Trey Young, they got Collins, they got Cam Reddits, they got a lot of good players over there. Barnanovich, they got Gallinari, and they got, you know, sweet, they got Lemon Pepper, Lou Williams coming off the bench. So Atlanta stacked, man. It's going to be, we're going to have to earn this one. We're going to definitely have to earn this one. This one's not going to be easy. We're going to have to earn this one. That's a a fact. We're going to have to earn this one. So I can't wait to see. We start on Sunday. I can't wait to see what the Knicks do in the playoff game. The Knicks haven't been in the playoffs in eight years. So I'm excited. I can't wait to see what the I can't wait to see what we do. It's gonna be very exciting to watch. And uh, you know, like I said, the Knicks and the Celtics, I'm gonna take the Nets, of course. And uh the winner of the Indiana the winner of Indiana the Hornets will play Philly. So whoever wins that series, I'ma still go with Philly after the fact. You got Utah and the Spurs. Utah is going to be Utah. It's going to be playing the Spurs or the Grizzlies. So we'll see what happens. Whatever team that comes out, I want the Grizzlies to play the Utah. But just to see Jerry Morant play. Well, you know, we'll see what happens there. And then also the Suns and the, the, the LA Lakers or the Golden State Warriors most likely be the, the Lakers. That's going to be an intriguing matchup, the Lakers versus the Suns. That could be upset. Can you imagine if the Suns lose to the Lakers in the first round after the hell of a at the season that the Suns had? The Lakers had an injury real season. That's interesting. Like I said, Denver and Portland. I'm gonna pick Portland in seven. And the Clippers and the Mavs. I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna take. The, I'm gonna take the Clippers in seven as well. I think. I think that's gonna go seven too. So the Sun. So with that being said, that's a little bit. You know, playoff preview. But you know, next week. Next, next Thursday, we'll be getting more in-depth with the playoffs of the games. will be going on, and we will continue to let you know the updated news on NBA playoffs. You know what I'm saying? The Suns, Monty Williams voted, um, voted head coach of the year by NBA peers. That's good. Shout out to Monty Williams. Had a good season. And the Kings to keep Luke Walton as head coach after a 15-year playoff drought for the Sacramento Kings. Shout out to my man Mike, man. Big Sacramento fan. But damn it, they still keep with Luke Walton, and he still got two years on his contract. The Sacramento Kings are the are the are the team the, the team in the NBA that got the longest drought, not making the playoffs. 15 years. Wow. That's a long time, baby. Let's get into this uh, WNBA news and notes, ladies and gentlemen. This is we're gonna start with the new. You know, we gotta put the WNBA some shine, some light on the WNBA, and we will on the Block One Hundred Five Radio, presented by Laneo. Losers not an option. You listen to the best sports podcast. On the Block 105 Radio, sports with B.I. Let's continue. Thank you for joining the show. Good morning to everyone. The WNBA season started last Friday. Now, I got some preseason picks that I want to share with y'all before we get into sports with B.I. Sports with B.I. Top 15 WNBA players. But we, we, we before we get into that, I got some I got some picks for y'all preseason. 
who is who is the sports who is the WNBA sports would be our WNBA preseason pick for the MVP of the WNBA. My pick is Aja Wilson. I got two picks actually. It's gonna be gonna be Aja Wilson, the Las Vegas the Las Vegas Aces. Okay, she's a forward from the Las Vegas Aces. Or or it might be Brianna Stewart. You already know that. Stewie. In Seattle Storm. 6-4 forward. Those are my two picks for the MVP of the WNBA. My defensive player of the year is Brittany Griner, center, Phoenix Mercury. Hands down. Which teams will meet in the WNBA Finals? The teams that I pick would be it would be Las Vegas Aces versus Seattle Storm. And my pick to win the WNBA title is the Seattle Storm. So, you know, that's a little you know, we we're looking ahead of this, we're looking ahead right now. So let's see as the WNBA season moves forward in the summertime. We will see, excuse me, we will see if the sports with PR picks are correct. We will see. Can't wait to see if I'm correct. I love, I love, I love doing, I love doing premeditated picks. That's what, 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 I know that I'll be right, and if I'm right, I feel good about my picks always. Now, like I said, the top the the sports will be our top fifteen WNBA players of 2021. Number one, Brianna Stewart, the six four forward, um, playing for the Seattle Storm. At number two. Archer Wilson, 6'4 forward that plays for the Las Vegas Aces. At number three, Eleanor Dallandone, forward. She's a forward mission with guard. Forward guard, 6'5, watch the Miskits. Number four, Candace Parker, forward center, 6'4, Chicago Sky. Number five, Napicia Carlier, forward, 6'1, Minnesota Lynx. At number six, Diana Tarasi. Still, still putting them numbers up. Phoenix number uh, 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 six foot height guard, Phoenix Mercury, and number seven, Araki. Oh god! Oh my god, y'all! Excuse me, <laughs> Araki Ogobaiwow. A guard, six six eight Dallas Wings. At number eight. John Quell Jones, a forward slash a forward center, six six Connecticut Sun. And number nine, Courtney Vandersloot, a guard, five eight Chicago Sky. And number ten, Liz Cambridge, center, six eight Las Vegas Las Vegas Aces. And number eleven, Dewana Bonner, Connecticut uh, a forward guard, Connecticut Sun. And number twelve, Neela. Excuse me, I don't want to mess up these women's names up. Nialu Owakame, forward. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, Los Angeles Sparks. Excuse me. And number 13, Brittany Griner, center, 6'9, Phoenix Mercury. And number 14, Scarlett Dickens Smith, guard, 5'9, Phoenix Mercury. And at number 15, Tina Charles. Center, 6'4 in height, Washington Mystics. Excuse me for the pronunciations on the two young women. 
Sorry about that. Sports Week has problems with these long pronunciations at times. And I apologize for the mishaps. But that is the WNBA portion of Sports with BI. On Sports with BI podcast. All right? We're going to get it together. It's a little, you know, it's a little different, but uh, we, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get it together, y'all. We're going to get it together. Now, as, moving, as we move forward, did y'all know that J. Cole plays in the African League, the BAL? Yes, he does, and he made his first basket this weekend. Shout out to J. Cole, man, the rapper J. Cole. Everybody know J. Cole is a rapper. He plays in the African. He plays in the BAL, Basketball African League. Yes, and he made his first shot the other the other the other day during the weekend. Shout out to J. Cole, man, playing basketball for the African League. That's what's up. He got game. Now let's get into this Hall of Fame class of 2020. You had um, Kobe, the late great Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett. Eddie Sutton, Rudy Tomnanovich, Tamika Ketchins, Kim Mulkey, you know, Tamika Ketchins from the Indiana Fever, Kim Mulkey, uh, the Baylor, the woman's Baylor head coach has, has, has recently moved on to coach at LSU, Barbara Stevens and Pat Bowman. Congratulations to all of those inductees. <clears throat> well, Kobe Bryant, it was the headline, of course, God rest his soul, inducted into the Hall of Fame over this weekend. His wife, Vanessa Bryant, made a moving speech honoring the late, great former Los Angeles Laker. The, the first NBA player to win the Oscar. Five NBA titles. 18 All-Star selections. And numerous amount of awards that Kobe Bryant captured in his illustrious career. Of course, you have Tim Duncan, five NBA titles, very accomplished player. You have Kevin Garnett, the big ticket, one NBA title, right straight out of high school, played with, played with the Minnesota Timberwolves first, then played with the Boston Celtics straight out of high school, straight out to Kevin Garnett. Eddie Sutton, head coach from Oak, that 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 coach for his alma mater, Oklahoma State, good head coach. And of course, you got Rudy Tomlinovich. You know all that is Houston Rockets head coach. Then you have, of course, Tamika Tamika Ketchins. She played for the Indiana Fever. She has one title, numerous amount of All Stars. All star appearances. Uh, one of the great, one of the great WNBA players that has a speech impediment, and she has um, a hearing impediment. She also has problems hearing too. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Overcame the odds, and um, she, she's a beautiful story. You have any time? Look up Tamika Ketchum's story. It's very, very inspiring for people who you know on the grind and. Just because you have a like a, a situation, like you have a need, a special need, or a speech impediment, or you can't hear that girl, whatever the case may be, that doesn't mean that you could be a, you, you can't be a pro and be and play with the best of the best on the on the highest level. 
And, um, you know, of course, like I said, uh, Ken Mulkey played for Baylor. I mean, it's Coach Baylor, uh, accomplished, <clears throat> accomplished coach, head coach for the women's ranks, college, college ranks. And, you know, and Barbara Stevens, and you have Pat Bowman. So bless all of them. God bless Kobe Bryant and bless his family. And of course, like I like to say one thing too, when it comes to that, we all see Kobe Bryant's wife, Vanessa, and his and his girls front line in every time. But I just like to give you know special respects to Kobe Bryant's mom and Kobe Bryant's dad that's still they're still living. And Kobe Bryant has siblings as well. So I just like to give a special, you know, special shout out and love to Kobe Bryant's mom, you know, and his siblings, his mother, his father, and his siblings, because they don't really mention them. I don't know why, but they're not really in the front line. I don't know why, but I think that it would, it would be a disservice not to mention that man's mother and father and his siblings, as well as Vanessa and the girls. Because I don't know why they're absent. I, I don't know. This is none of my business. I don't really know, but I don't ever see them. And I thought that it would be only right if I was to mention his mom, his dad, and, and Kobe's siblings as well. Okay. So with that being said, we're going to move forward with the Sports Will Be Our podcast. And we're going to get into some top headlines today. You know, some more top headlines. This is something to, to, to shoot around. And, um, like Mike Trout, we'll get to some baseball news right quick. Los Angeles, Los Angeles Angels, Mike Trout, likely out six to eight years with a, with a, with a grade two calf strain. But Mike Trout, you know, to me, it's the best player. Well, not now. I think Fernando Tatis is the best player in the M- in the MLBs right now, but Mike Trout is right up there too. Mike Trout, he just don't got the same swag that the Fernando Tatis Jr. has. But I like Mike Trout. Now he's out six to eight. Mike Trout's from Jersey, so he's around around. He's from around the New York area. Out six to eight weeks with cash string. You know, Trout. Mike Trout get better. Um. We're going to get into the MLB. We're going to get into the MLB slate of games for Thursday, May 20th. We got the Giants and the Reds, the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Rays and the Baltimore Orioles, the Yankees and the Rangers, the Cubs. Well, first of all, let me give you all the picks. I'm going to take the Reds over the Giants. I'm going to take the Rays over the Orioles. I'm going to take the Yankees over the Rangers. You got the Nationals and the Cubs. I'm going to take the Nationals. Arizona versus Oakland. Oakland Athletics. I mean, excuse me. Houston Astros versus Oakland Athletics. I'm going to take the Athletics. Minnesota Twins versus, it's a doubleheader. You're making up the game from April 17th. So in game one, it's 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 the you know the Twins versus the Angels. I'm gonna go with the Twins in the first game and the Angels in the second game. The Marlins and the Phillies. Marlins versus Phillies. I'm gonna take the Phillies. And, this, and of course, the second game, like I said, I'm gonna go with the Twins. And I mean, I'm gonna go with the Angels in the second game in the doubleheader. 
Then you got the Pirates and the Braves. I'm going to take the Atlanta. Boston versus Toronto Blue Jays. I'm going to take the Red Sox. Yeah, the Boston Red Sox for Toronto Blue Jays. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Boston Red Sox, and of course the last game but not least the Arizona Diamondbacks versus the LA Dodgers. What the new the newly acquired Albert Pujols. I'm gonna take the LA Dodgers coming out that slump that they had. You know. So you know that's that's a, that's a slate for Thursday's games, everyone in the MLB. As we move forward, let's see what we got here. Um, you know who I like? I like Oshohu Atanti. He is a pitcher from the Anaheim Angels. Currently leads the major leagues in home runs, but not only can he hit. Now, I mean, he, this this man is a pitcher. He's not getting he's not getting enough attention. He's a pitcher. And he leads the major leagues in home runs. Shohahi Otani. Watch out for this kid. If you don't know about him, check him out. Because um, he's really, really good. And we're gonna take we're gonna we're gonna give Shy some light on Shy shed some light on that man. He's a really good player. He's a pitcher and he's leading the MLB in home runs, everyone. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. As we continue, we got the sports with BI power rankings for week six in the ML in Major League Baseball. At number one, we got the Chicago White Sox. At number two, it's the Boston Red Sox. At number three, it's the Los Angeles Dodgers, who were number one last week. At number four, we had the St. Louis Cardinals. At number five, we have the New York Yankees. It was previously ranked eighth last week. At number six, we have the San Diego Padres. At number seven, we have the San Francisco Giants. At number eight, the Oakland Athletics. At number nine, the Tampa Bay Rays. At number 10, the Houston Astros. At number 11, the New York Mets. At number 12, we have the Cavalier, the Cleveland, excuse me, Cleveland Indians. At number 13, we have the Toronto Blue Jays. At number 14, we have the Milwaukee Brewers. At number 15, we have the Atlanta Braves. At number 16, it's the Philadelphia Phillies. At number 17, the Chicago White Sox. At number 18, the Cincinnati Reds. Cincinnati Reds. At number 19, the Miami Marlins. At number 20, it's the Seattle Mariners. At number 21, it's the Minnesota Twins. Not looking good. At number 22, we have the Washington Nationals. At number 23, it's the Arizona Diamondbacks. At number 24, it's the Los Angeles Angels. At number 25, is the Texas Rangers. There was still no pitching. At number 26, the Kansas City Royals. At number 27, the Baltimore Orioles. And at number 28, we have the Pittsburgh Pirates. 29, the Colorado Rockies. At number 30, we have, last but not least, the Detroit Tigers. Mm, mm, mm. They was previously ranked 30th last week, and they're 30th again with a 12 and 24 record. God bless them. You know, Albert Pujols hit his first home run as a Dodger. That's what's up. I ain't mad at that. 
And, uh, you know, I, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll continue to keep our eye on the major leagues. You know, we'll, we'll continue to keep our eye, a close eye on Major League Baseball because it's going to get interesting as the summer is upon us. It's going to get interesting. Did, did, did y'all see <laughs> these games that we have for week one in the NFL season? The NFL schedule came out last week, you know, this week that this past show. You know, this week, a week in review, like we said. And, of course, I, without it wouldn't be my – it would be a disservice if I didn't give y'all week one's schedule. It's a dandy. And it's the, the first game is the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. Mm. Tom Brady versus the Cowboys. The Cowboys, it's on the Thursday night game, September 9th. The Cowboys get a primetime game, as usual, against the, against the NFL champs. No, Sunday we have a good slate of games. I like I like that I like that that Bills Steelers versus Bills matchup. We'll see what's going on with that. I'm gonna give y'all some notables. I'm interested to see the Seahawks versus the Colts to see to see what um see what the Colts new quarterback does from Philly. I, I want to see I want to see I want to see what happens with that. I definitely want to see what happens with that. Carson Wentz. I want to see what he does in, in the new uniform. I'm anxious to see that. Um, the Jets versus Panthers. Definitely anxious to see that. I want to see what uh, Sam Donald playing against his old squad in the New York Jets. And Zach Wilson coming into town. Um, another one I want to see is the Browns versus the Chiefs. That's going to be a good one, y'all. The, the, uh, the Browns going back to the scene of the crime where they lost. And with, with a brand new defense, nine new starters on the Browns defense. Unbelievable how, you know, the Browns turned it around. I'm anxious to see what the Browns looking like with a healthy Odell Beckham Jr. Another year. And Coastal Samson's offense for the, Brown, for the Browns quarterback, Baker Mayfield. And let's see what the Chiefs do with their new two offensive linemen. Okay, well, what else we got here? Some notables, huh? Okay, I'm I'm anxious to see that that Patriots that Dolphins Patriots game. Let, we want to find out what uh what the Dolphins do and who's going to be starting for the Patriots because the Dolphins had a hell of a season last year. We we want to see. What the Patriots going to be doing? Uh, is Mac Jones going to start or is it going to be Cam Newton? I can't wait to see, you know, who starts the season off. It's going to be a battle, y'all. I think they're going to battle. It's, uh, Cam Newton's going to have to battle for his spot. It's not going to be easy because Mac Jones is going to be beaver down his neck. So I can't wait to see that in-camp battle, Mac Jones versus Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton will win. I think Cam Newton will win the battle to start just because he knows the offense. It depends on how quick Mac Jones you know, how quick he, he, he gets connected and allocates to the offense of the Patriots. We'll see. That's that's a very intriguing matchup. The rest of these matchups I really don't really don't intrigue me that much. Not, not even my team, like the Broncos and the Giants. Well the, the Giants better get their first W. I know that. The Bears and the Rams. You know. Matthew Stafford's on the on the Rams now. That's interesting to watch. 
who knows what quarterback's going to be for the uh, for the Bears? I think it's Andy Dalton. Let's see. If, let's see if Fields. I don't think Fields is going to start yet. Andy Dalton's going to be out there. It's, you know, that I, that's not that's not interesting. The Packers and the Saints are interesting because the they people are saying that you know, of course, Aaron Rodgers wants out, but I don't think he's going nowhere, and he's playing the Saints. Jameis Winston, my boy Jameis Winston, or it might not be Jameis Winston. You know, we'll see if he wins. Let's see if he wins. The, the quarterback job over Jason Tatum. We're, we don't know yet. We'll see. Um, or the Packers without Aaron Rodgers, that's going to be crazy. I think he's going to stay, though. We got the Jaguars and the Texans. That should be a that should be a nice warm up game for the for the number one for the number one the number one overall draft pick. That should be a nice warm up game for him. See see what happens in that in that game. Um. You know, there's not really too many matchups. The rest of these matchups, we got the San Diego Chargers and the Washington football team, the Cardinals and the Titans. That's a good one. It's not really my headliners, though. The Lions, the uh, 49ers and the Lions, the Bengals, the, the Vikings and the Bengals. You know, I said I consider the Eagles and the Falcons. It's not really. I told y'all my headliners, man. So the good thing about it is the NFL season. You know, they did it right. They got it right. Playing 17, 17, 17 games. And, you know, it looks like, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a nice season. The way they got the game set up, you know, you got the Patriots playing the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's going to be nice. And, you know, they're saying that the, the, uh, a ticket's not going for no more than $1,500, basically. That's going to be a good one in the weeks to come. They said, "Well, they, you know, I got some new, I got some NFL news and notes for y'all too." As we, you know, as we end the show, a little bit of NFL news and notes. They said Joe Burrow's on track to return Week One. That's good. After he tore his ACL, he's on, he's on track, he's on track for Week One. That's good. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, Matt Ryan says that uh, he's not going to play forever. The Atlanta Falcons quarterback entering his 14th season with the franchise understands he's closer to the end of his career at the start of it. He's been around the NFL long enough to see seen enough players to come and go to get that. All right? But they, but they, but they, but they selected Kyle Pitts still. So, um, I mean, Matt Ryan says it didn't change how he felt about his spot on the team because they, because they, because they, because they drafted Pitts. Well, he's old. He says he has a, a lot of good football. Yeah, so that's good for him. But he's old. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, just play your seats. So you got to come out, play good, or, you know, they'll replace you. That's that's how it usually goes, buddy. <laughs> you know? And, um... We'll see. We'll see, man. It's going to be an interesting NFL season. It's going to be an interesting NFL season. Very, very interesting. Najee, what about Najee Harris? He's eager to show the value, show his value as a receiving threat for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're going to need that in Pittsburgh, brother, because uh, Connor, James Connor is not was not the answer last year. They're going to definitely need for Najee to step up 
catch some balls out the backfield, be that bell cow. They're going to need somebody behind him so he don't have to take that many carries. But he's young. He's in shape. And I like that pick that the Steelers made. I like that pick that the Steelers made. I love it. Like I said, are, are the Cleveland Browns really contenders? Are the Cleveland Browns really contenders? Like, uh, they have a young quarterback that has a lot of help. Okay, they got they got that that, that includes the two, two, 2021 round pick Jedrick Wills Jr., who was a serviceable left left tackle. As a 21-year-old rookie, very, he was a very good tackle. Definitely, definitely. Jurchick Wills, you know, I figured that, damn it. I wish, I wish the Giants would have picked him instead of who we picked. Because we had a chance to pick him, I believe, but we picked, we picked up who we got up. But, you know, um, they got a good offensive line. And, it, and Cleveland also has a deep group of offensive skill skill position players. Odell Beckham Jr. He should be back. He's only twenty eight. He's still one of the league's top wide receivers. The reliable Jarvis Landry returns as a slot man. He's twenty eight years old. He never finished the season with fewer than seventy two receptions, and ranks third in the category since he was drafted in two thousand fourteen. All right, then. We can see, we're going to see if Rashard Higgins can step his game up because they're going to need wide receiver depth. They're going to need, they're going to need help with the wide receiver position. Rashard Higgins did step his game up, and then they picked up the speedy Anthony Swartz in April. So we'll see what happens. Of course, they got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, Alice Hooper, David Noku, Harrison Bryant. Kevin Sustansky has a ton of flexible personnel packages. Cleveland ranked 29th in, in Cleveland ranked 29th in three plus wide receiver sets, 43% last season, but second in multiple tight end sets with 50% of them, like 50% of my um, um, tight end sets, and 10th in two plus running back sets with 15. So you know they they turn up they turn to push it out they turn to push the different sets out there. Make the defense look different, you know. Let me show show the defense different looks because they have the personnel packages to do that. Let's see if Baker Mayfield can add on to to his um good season that he had last year. Let's see. It's a lot of optimism in Cleveland. A lot of optimism in Cleveland. And that defense is definitely ready, too. Stars, Miles Garrett, and Denzel Ward. Absolutely. In the edge, now they got Javion Clowney as Garrett's running mate. Whew, that's going to be crazy. But he was sackless in the 2020 campaign. He, 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 has, he has issues of being, you know, of being healthy. That's a problem. But now that now that you know he's on the he, he has Garrett on the other side, maybe they can make some noise. They and they and their secondary is not bad either. Troy Hill coming over from the Rams. 
You got first round rookie. You got first round pick Greg Newsom in second. All right. And you got second round pick Greedy Williams from last year from LSU. He missed he missed most of his 2020 with a shoulder injury, but he'll be he'll be back. He'll be back. Greedy, Greedy's good. I like Greedy Williams. So you know they they got a lot of they got a lot of they got a lot of things going on over there. They got tackles and linebackers, and they got a they got a full they got a full complement of players in Cleveland. They should be able to make some noise. I like I like I like well, I like what Cleveland's doing. I like what Cleveland's doing over there. I like what Cleveland's doing over there. We'll see what we're looking over here. We got a. Okay, week four, we got the Buccaneers and the Patriots. That's week four, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to be an interesting matchup. We got the Chiefs at the Ravens in week two. Another interesting matchup. Another interesting matchup. Well, you know, and the, and the, you know, and it continues to go on and on and on. You know, NFL is going to be interesting this year. Very interesting. I can't wait till it starts. You know, and the rookie, you know, the rookie mini camps, the rookie mini camps was this past week that just passed, and um, you know, everybody starts from scratch at rookie mini camp. Y'all know that everything starts from scratch. So we will see. What happens this season? Did y'all hear about that kid? That um, what happened was that, what happened was with this kid. Uh, he played for Austin P, right? He he he's he he's a um, he was he he's a secondary player, right? I think it's a cornerback, and he got signed, and he was invited. He got he got he got catfish thing sort of. Somebody called him and said that he got invited to go to the Atlanta Falcons camp in Atlanta. So he shows up in Atlanta. When he gets there, the Atlanta Falcons says, we didn't, we didn't invite you here. So somebody played a real devious trick on this kid and called the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, called him and told him that the, it faked it as, a, as an Atlanta Falcons rep and told the kid to come to Atlanta to try out to the rookie camp the tryout for the team as a free agent, unsigned free agent, and come to find out, <laughs> come to find out the kid, um, the Atlanta Falcons is like, who, who are you? And that's that's messed up, man. But the kid has another opportunity. They have a they have a free agent camp. Um, I forgot where it's at, but it's a, it's a free agent camp. I think it's in Florida, and you go there. And teams come to see you. Teams, uh, NFL teams come to this to this camp. It's like fifty players, and they go there to get, you know, to see if they can still make it. If they didn't get drafted, they can still go to this camp and get and have and have a chance to make an NFL roster. So this the kid from Austin P. I forget his name. Cornerback from Austin P. I forget his name. He will definitely be. There to get looked at. That's that's a weird, weird story, ladies and gentlemen. I thought I would would share that with y'all. It just came to my mind as I'm going through this NFL um, 
you know, going through this NFL, this NFL news and notes. Really, 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 really weird. Weird situation with that. But the kid will have opportunity to show himself in this in this camp in Florida. I think it's like fifty guys. And uh he'll have a chance to show himself. A B being sued over moving truck altercation in 2020. The Buccaneers <laughs> does the surprise of wide receiver Antonio Brown sued for assault and battery after altercation with moving truck driver. Man, oh man, this kid just don't know when to stop, bro. Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown has been sued for his role in an altercation with the moving truck driver in, in January 2020. The lawsuit was filed Wednesday in Broadwood County, Florida, by the driver Anton Tumanovo. Brown pleaded no contest in June to one felony burglary with one felony burglary with battery charge and two lesser misdemeanor charges resulting in the incident. Tumanovo is seeking more than thirty thousand dollars in damages with the lawsuit saying. He was met with resistance and violence, along with the refusal to pay. The suit says Tomovamavu suffered several body injuries and mental anguish in the incident. <laughs> so your man Antonio Brown just don't get it. He just don't get it. Just pay the man and go on about your business, man. Just pay the man and go on about your business, bro. Like, why do he don't want to play? He he. This is it for Antonio Brown. He got a Super Bowl title, no doubt. But he turns around and gets in trouble. It's just, I don't understand. Why Antonio Brown? Why, 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 why? I don't understand. We're just looking at this situation. Unbelievable. Unbelievable situation with this guy. Antonio, Mr. Antonio Brown. And uh, well, that's our NFL news and notes. You know, the NHL playoffs is happening right now. And, um... You know, it's looking good out there. All the teams that I that I said last, we will have some more in depth playoff NHL playoff previews coming up next week. We'll let y'all know who advanced and and everything. We'll let you, we'll let you know all of that. We're gonna let y'all know all of that information in the, for the NHL. All the information, because by the time next week comes up, you know the, the, the series will be over. The Capitals versus the Bruins. You got the, you got the, um, you know they started playing already. Uh, the Penguins versus the Islanders. The Las Vegas Golden Knights versus the Minnesota Wild. The Florida Panthers versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Carolina Hurricanes versus the Nashville Presidents. Colorado Avalanche versus the St. Louis Blues. Edmonton Oilers versus the Winnipeg Jets. 
Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Montreal Canadiens. We will have all these picks, all these, all these teams. We will make sure that we have, you know, who advances. By the time next Thursday comes up, we'll we'll let y'all know who advanced in all those pick in all those in all those games in the NHL. Definitely, definitely gonna let y'all know. Definitely, definitely gonna let y'all know. If they look good though. Definitely games look good. Look good out there. You know what I'm saying? The the Rangers, the Rangers, the Rangers head coach David Quinn got fired this week. So we'll see who replaces David Quinn as a Rangers head man. No, I don't think that Quinn should have got fired, if you ask me. I think he's a good coach, but I think they're going to look in another direction. I think that James Dolan's looking in the direction of, like, how the Knicks got Tom Thibodeau. He's looking for a stern teacher, a, a man of def- a man who preaches defense first, and to change the culture. Because the Rangers have a young hockey team, and they need some guidance. And Dave, David Quinn, you know, Dave was very disappointed this year. The expectation of the Rangers – they didn't meet expectations this year. They didn't make the playoffs. Um, and like I said, they didn't meet expectations this year. And I think that James Dolan, the hiring, you know, was questionable, but I think it was a good – I think, I mean, the firing was questionable. But I think it was okay in the, in the fact of the matter of they're looking for some direction over for the New York Rangers. And they see what the Knicks is doing, and they want to have that same defensive-minded coach there's a lot of coaches out there that they could, they could pick from the, that that uh, the Rangers can get. So I hope the Rangers make the right decision and pick a good head coach for this team because the team is young, they're hungry, they just need a little bit more direction. And Quinn, you know, he was supposed to make the playoffs this year, baby, and he didn't. So, you know, you got to see what happens with that. Um, before we end the show, I'd just like to say thank you for everybody that listening to Sports Ruby Eye Podcast. I appreciate all of my listeners. At, but I still got one more thing. It's about the New York Liberties rookie at 23. Sabrina Anasu becomes a, the youngest player in WNBA history to record a triple double: 26 points, 10 rebounds, and 12 assists. Shout out to Sabrina. She's playing for the New York Liberty, of course. She was out last season with that injury. That's one of Kobe Bryant's um, girl. You know, Kobe, one of Kobe Bryant's friends. She, she was a mentor to Kobe. Kobe was a mentor to Sabrina out of Oregon, and we just shout out Sabrina real quick before we end the, end the show. I, I almost forgot, I almost forgot you, Sabrina, but I got you, baby. I got you. I got you. And thank you for listening to the show, everyone. It's Sports with B.I. podcast on the block. 105 radio. Next week, we will have all the information going down. We'll have, you know, who's winning, who's winning, who's winning these, who's winning these series, who's winning these, uh, Who's winning these series, man? These NBA series, you know who's you know what's going on with the Knicks in Atlanta? Did you know who 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 made the plan? Did the uh the the Golden State upset the Lakers? Uh, you know we're gonna have all of that for y'all next week. We're gonna have everything slotted up for y'all next week. We'll have everything on time for y'all next week. NBA, MLB, NFL, all from Sports We On. Thank y'all for listening to the show. I appreciate it, y'all. Y'all listen to Sports with Bi podcast on the block. 105 Radio. Tune in. If you want to tune in, www.theblock105.com. Send you out.
Peace out, y'all. Love y'all.